Hi, welcome to the Ask Pastor Dennis podcast. Uh, this is our third week of doing this podcast, and we have a great question from a listener. And it is, is it a sin to purchase fine materials? This listener wrote, it seems like material things are evil and that Christians cannot possess, desire, or pursue after the nicer material things in life. Is it a sin to have these desires, or is it a sin to purchase fine clothing, cars, houses, and makeup? The reason why I ask is because it feels like a dishonorable and undesirable trait in the church. So here's Pastor Dennis with his response. All right, this is another great question because this is something that all of us living in America, we have to deal with. We are living in the richest country in its richest, wealthiest period of history. And um, the reality is a lot of people love money in our culture. So that is going to influence us. Um, and it is a real danger. I think Scripture warns us of this danger um, many, many times. Jesus talks about money um, all the time. And there, there's a couple places that I want to pick out. Um, the first is he talks about the, the parable of the sower, and he warns about the, the thorny soil where, um, you know, th- this are, these are Christians, people who receive the gospel with joy, but it says because of the anxieties of life and the deceitfulness of riches— um, it chokes the word and it makes it unfruitful. And and really, Jesus is warning us that there's a lot of believers who bear um, no fruit in their lives because they never overcome the love of money. Okay, and that's a that's a serious warning. Um, and it's repeated in First Timothy six. Paul warns that the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. And some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierce themselves with many griefs. And so Paul is saying the exact same thing, this idea that money can become an idol in our lives and that many people have departed from the faith because of that idol. So I think we're absolutely right to be concerned about this. Um, and, And just in my own experience, I've seen this many times. I've seen this many times. These are believers um, who had a real relationship with God. um, But what happened is they ran into difficulties in their lives. A lot of times, monetary difficulties. They ran to the reality of, oh my gosh, I don't know how to get a job right now. I'm having trouble getting a job. Or, you know, oh my gosh, all my friends are are, are getting promoted and, and, and getting pay raises and all this kind of stuff. And, and I don't know how I'm going to be able to afford, you know... Um, you know, my kid's school or, or whatever it might be, right? There's the real the real anxieties of life start to come on them. And rather than turn to the Holy Spirit and go, God, I need more faith in this area. Lord, I need you to give me greater authority in the area of finances. What happens is they, they naturally turn to be like, I need more money. And they start to put their faith in money first. Now, sometimes when we go to the Lord, we start, you know, saying, God, help me to trust in this area. He does provide more money. Right, that's a that's a real thing. But when we turn first to money, um, and we and it, it means we put God second, right, or third in our lives, then what happens is we we have a real danger of it becoming an idol, right? Um, and so this is a very serious danger for all Christians. I think that Scripture gives us a couple principles and how we can prevent um, falling into this trap. And the number one thing is this: that we must give the first fruits. We must we must tithe to the Lord. This is not optional. This is a command. Um, and it's not, you know, a lot of people say that this, this is Old Testament. No, it's not Old Testament. It precedes the Old Testament. Um, Abraham tithed to Melchizedek. 
Um, and we even see as far back as Abel, Abel gave the first fruits of his offering to the Lord, which is why it pleased him. This principle, the first fruits, runs all throughout Scripture. And um, for, so for us as Christians, I do not think we can see this as optional. No, we must give the first part um, to the Lord. In this case, it means the first 10% of our income goes to God as a command. And what that does is it protects us um, from falling into this this very real danger in our lives. Okay? Um so I would say that first, tithe your income, and then the second aspect is then surrender the rest of it, okay? If Jesus is Lord of our lives, all of our income has to be surrendered to him, okay? We have to say, God, if you want to, if you command me in any area, then I have to obey your commands, and what that'll do is it will enable us to feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit when he is telling us that he wants us to use our money in a certain way, and that's really important. Um, David says, you know, he, in Psalm 23, he's talking about him being a sheep, right? He says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. This is this idea that the correction of the Lord is actually a comfort to him. This is the same message in Hebrews where it says, do not despise the Lord's discipline. He disciplines the son that he loves, right? And why? Because we all need God to discipline us at times, but we won't listen to discipline in an area where our hearts don't trust him. So that's really important. We have to make the decision, God, I'm going to trust you with all my finances, and I'm going to, I, I'm going to obey your commands. If you command me um, in any way, I'm going, to, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to sell anything you tell me to sell. I'm going to give to the poor in any way that you tell me to give to the poor. And the reason why we have confidence to do that is because we have confidence that he actually loves us. Right? He actually does. He wants us to be happy and joyful. Right? In the, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, you know, don't worry about what you're going to eat. Or, or what you're going to wear, or those types of things. Why? Because your Heavenly Father knows that you need these things. It's not like God expects you to l- go without food or without clothing. Or He knows that you need these things, right? And it's His good pleasure to lead you and to provide these things for you. So when we have confidence in God's love, what that does is it enables us to trust Him in the areas of our lives where it can be difficult to trust Him, okay? Because here's here's the other aspect. We can fall into um, the love of money, but we can also fall into a, a legalism, right? A legalism says God wants me to be um, a slave, and that's it. It's just a slave, right? And that's that's problematic also. No, 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 you're not just a slave of God, right? You're also a son of God. You're a child of God. Right? You're also beloved of God. All those things are important. Right? You, you can't be a good servant of God unless you have a confidence in his love. Right? So the other aspect to this is we have to be careful not to fall into legalism on the other side. And this is what, what happened to the Pharisees. The Pharisees, um, they, they had a principle, what they called the offense around the commands, around Torah. And the idea was that we're going to set up all these extra commands. So if the command is, you know, do not work on the Sabbath, now we're going we're gonna, to... We're going to set up all these other commands, right? Now you can't walk 100 yards on the Sabbath, and now you can't do all these other things. What that's going to do, it's going to protect you. So if you keep all these other commands, you'll never break the command um, to to not work on, on the Sabbath. And, you know, when Jesus came, he, on purpose, broke a lot of these commands in the in the oral tradition because they weren't the commands of God. And what they did was they put a yoke on people. They put a heavy yoke on them that actually separated them from intimacy with God. And so th- this, that's important. We can fall into that. If we say, you know, oh my gosh, you know, you spent $20 on your lunch. Oh my gosh, what, what a sinful person. Because there's better ways you could have you spent that, right? And the, remember the disciples did that. You know, this woman who, you know, um, poured out this 
this perfume on Jesus, and they criticized it. They said, man, this, you could have sold that and given the money to the poor. And see, that's that religious spirit, that's a never-ending game. You can play that with everything. You could always be more faithful. You could always be doing something better with your time. You could always be, you know, have a more productive use for your money, right? That's that's never-ending. And, and the enemy also plays that game with us where he says, Anything that you do for yourself is selfish and it's sinful and all this kind of stuff. So the way that we avoid that thing is that we understand that God gives us a lot of freedom also, right? 10% is his, but 90%, he really does give us freedom, right? There's a real freedom there. And I do I, I do believe sometimes it's wisdom um, to spend your money and to go on a vacation. So I think sometimes it's wisdom um, to treat you know yourself and, uh, and some friends to like a nice dinner, I think that can actually be really wise. Um, but we won't be able to do those things if we're super legalistic. We'll always be thinking, no, I could be doing so much more. But that will, what I also do is it will separate you from intimacy with the Lord. No, sometimes the Holy Spirit will direct you um, to spend on some nice things. And I, I think that's okay. As Christians, what we need to do, we need to be careful of judging other people um, by their outward exterior actions. Because Scripture is clear that that's not how God judges. It says man looks at the outward appearance of things, but God perceives the heart. And in humility, we have to recognize that we don't, we can't perceive other people's hearts like God can. So it's not so easy for us to tell if other people are sinning. Man, it's hard enough for me to tell if I'm sinning, <laughs> right? So I think we just need to give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, and 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 when we show grace to others, right? Um, we can also show show grace to ourselves. So I, I would just simply say this. We need the Holy Spirit to guide us in our in our spending, right? We want to invest um, wisely with that ninety percent. I'm not saying that it's it's wisdom to spend all of it on yourself. No, I, I think there's clearly a principle where we can invest the money that God gives us um, to bear fruit in eternity, right? The, 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 he who lends to the poor lends to the Lord, right? And if we give our 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 money to the to the to the needy, right, that God will reward us in the age to come. I think that those are real principles, and we're encouraged to do that. But again, don't fall into the religious trap of um you know of of it never being enough and and you know any any kind of spending on yourself is sinful no i i think that's a that's a, a legalism yeah that's wonderful insight from pastor dennis that i think all people can really learn from um just something that i want to just repeat again is it's really about the heart right is your heart in the right place as you're um, spending your money um is it really surrendered to the lord um because, yeah, it's the love of money that will lead many people astray because that love of money sometimes will supersede our love for God. And that's not a very healthy place for us to be in. And so, yeah, if you guys have any more questions, feel free to send them in to burningtreetkc at gmail.com. We love questions that are specific, um, even if they're personal. You know, we're not going to say your name on this podcast Um Feel free to send in your questions, and we'll do our best to answer those questions to the best of our ability. And so, yeah, this is uh, your host, Nick King, and we'll see you next time.